Hi, it's Randy with the Holistic Health Hotline. It's Friday, almost the end of July. Haven't had a major hurricane yet, have we? Um, but something's coming. Watch the Gulf of Mexico, watch the North Carolina coast, watch the eastern coast of Florida over the next two to three weeks. Um, be careful in Bermuda and stay tuned because there are things happening all over the world. I've been having a great time doing radio shows. Um, the last one I think was in, well, one was in California and the other one I think was in Tempe, Arizona. Um, long distance, of course, but for, for an hour. And, and I'm particularly happy about the fact that some of the last show hosts who were interviewing me actually have an idea what alternative or holistic health is all about. And that helps to generate a better discussion, one where people are not so defensive, um, not so cynical, not so in love with the AMA. The AMA, the American Medical Association, for those of you who have never done the research and totally believe in Western medicine and believe that what I talk about is quackery, go and do the research on the beginning of the AMA. And if you can't find it, if you can't find the history because it has been slightly buried, look up the Rockefeller files from J.D. Rockefeller all the way down through all of his sons and nephews and um, grandchildren. And you will learn a lot about where the AMA came from, why it is in place today, who it supports, and, uh, and its connection to the pharmaceutical companies and what's happening to you and your children. It's uh, an interesting read. You can believe it or not believe it. <laughs> but when you keep doing research and you keep coming across the same things over and over again, whether they're in books on the Internet from great-grandma or whoever they're from, and you start seeing those connections intuitively, if nothing else, you know that something is wrong and that something is being done that, that shouldn't be being done. Somebody's profiting from this one way or another. And when you follow the money, like many um, irate senators say, follow the money. If you follow the money, you find mostly what's really going on. You find the truth. So do a little research on the AMA. Do a little research on pharmaceutical companies. Um, in book one of Forget the Cures, Find the Cause, I talked a little bit about the history of medicine and how these things uh, got channeled or boxed into what they are today. Book two is going to go into this much more. And is, uh, it actually covers a lot of things that people have asked for, so be sure to stay tuned so that you know when book two comes out. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about kids in book two, not just your children or someone else's children, but your inner child in relationship to drugs, pharmaceutical companies, the FDA, the government, um, and all diseases that affect children like like SIDS or sudden infant death syndrome, uh, uh, the antidepressants the kids are taking now, asthma, um, ADHD and ADD, and, and really where this is going is not a good place. It, it's exhausting for me to write book two and to have to call on the research that I, that I do because um, if I was a, a, a different kind of person, it would be frightening to me. Instead, it is disgusting to me. And as powerless as I feel, all I can do is write the books, do the podcasts, um, communicate in my classes and, and lectures and through my clients what I know, what I have experienced, what I have been um, subjected to, what I've read, and, and let them discern for themselves. But it makes you feel so helpless. You know, uh, antidepressants, asthma medications, ADD crap like Ritalin is being pushed onto our children every day. When I was a kid, we got 
five shots if we got them at all. I didn't. I had all those diseases that you're supposed to have, like measles, mumps, and, and uh, whooping cough, and chicken pox, and all those things. And those enabled my immune system to become strong. Today's kids get more than 26 shots. And if they start exhibiting symptoms um, sometime down the road, not immediately after, many of them die, many of them are debilitated, many of them become comatose after DPT or MMR shots. But if you've been given um, vaccines and you don't show an immediate reaction, then nobody in the medical world believes that the vaccine has anything to do with your reaction, even though those vaccines are laced with either mercury or fluoride or chlorinated byproducts or whatever. And then you mix that with chlorinated water and other things, and you've got a problem. You have a chemical factory in your little child who's only a year old or two years old. There are two-year-olds who have been on antidepressants since they were born. Now, how does a two-year-old become depressed? How does a six-week-old exhibit symptoms of depression? How do we as a society determine that we should medicate children who don't have blue eyes, who are left-handed instead of right-handed, who don't have enough hair when they're born, who when they're slapped around or, or given the wrong foods, or their mother has taken drugs while they're breastfeeding or is eating incorrectly and they respond to this, how, who are we to then take that child to a doctor and say, gee, you know, I've been breastfeeding him or her for a week or two weeks and, and she doesn't respond, she doesn't cry, she doesn't do anything, she just lies there. And does the doctor say, what are you eating? No. The doctor says, your baby's depressed. Your baby has a problem. Your baby needs to go on medication, or she'll never be right, or he'll never be uh, um, strong, or he'll, you know, they'll never have what they need to have. You need to do this. And, and the kind of medications that babies and children are put on are forever. They're not things that you can take for a couple of weeks and get off of, or, you know, try for 30 days and get off of. This is an amazing thing as of yesterday. The FDA approved a drug. And if I knew how to pronounce it, I would, but it's it's something like valvanase or something like that. Um, it's a drug for ADHD, or supposedly for ADHD, and the way they promote it will blow your mind because they, they actually have a little website that says this is the newest, newest and best drug out there to, uh, to help you deal with your ADHD child. Okay, and what it does is instead of only working for six hours, it's longer lasting. It's um, it's a 12-hour drug that basically says on the on the advertisements, you can give it to your child at 6 a.m. and they'll still be controllable at 6 p.m. Okay, so they'll still be a zombie at 6 p.m. when you come home from work finally, and uh, and take care of this creation that you made, and and they're. Then, then this was the killer. If you're, if you want to try this drug, you get a free 30-day sample. Well, you put your child on this drug for 30 days. I don't care how old they are—two days, two months, two years. If they don't have immediate side effects, which they could, they could die of, you know, a heart attack or have a stroke or have permanent brain damage. They will change because they're on drugs. <laughs> They're on something that's going to change their personalities. And after 30 days, you might come home and say, wow, I came home and they didn't fight me because I wasn't home and they weren't upset because they didn't eat all day and all those kinds of things that we never admit to. Um, so this drug must work. 
And you're going to go to your doctor and say, well, I had my kid on this xylonase or whatever it is for 30 days, and um, he didn't cause any trouble at school, and she didn't fight me when it was time to go to bed, and uh, they slept all night, and they did all these wonderful things, so I think that my child needs this drug. And for the rest of that child's life, he or she will be on some kind of drug to control their personalities, to control them into not telling you what's wrong. Um, I can't, it's, I am a caring, loving, giving person. I am not a rich person. I give my heart, soul, all of my passion to every one of my clients and every one of my friends, my family, everybody around me. And um, to read these things and report on them and write about them and have to go back and read them again and get the alerts and deal with them is exhausting. It actually throws my body into an imbalance that um, can't chemically be treated, can't be washed away with good water, uh, can't, I can't even, you know, walk away and go find something else to do so I forget about it. I dream about it. I have nightmares about it. It sends me into spirals of, of uh, angry energy and I guess that's good in some ways because it will push me to continue doing what I'm doing to try to protect maybe one kid maybe, you know, one teenager, maybe one mother, one father, one whatever, protect one person who reads or hears what they need to read and hear. And maybe that person will have the right connection, the right amount of money, the right place, be at the right place at the right time, whatever it is, the right karma, to affect the masses and stop, stop this stuff that's going on. It's genocide. It's, um, it's cultural genocide. It's, it's population genocide planned. Um, I don't want to sound like some of these websites out there that are, you know, this is all a conspiracy to take over the world and it's all coming from Nazi Germany and carried over from World War II. But, you know, all of our energy carries over. Who knows how much of it is, has, um, has come from there. Uh, microwave ovens, you know, were discovered in Germany after World War II and, uh, and now we use microwaves. So you just don't know really what the connection is and I'm not trying to sound like a paranoid propagandist or anything like that but but you cannot ignore any of the history that has gone on with drugs, pharmaceutical companies, the AMA, physicians, dentists now, chiropractors even, um, and the FDA and, and you just can't ignore it. You have to go and read it yourself. Hearing it from me is one thing, reading it on our web pages in some instances, little excerpts here and there is another thing, snippets, you know. But go do the research, go read the books. There are cures for cancer, okay? There are cures. I, my book is called Forget the Cures, Find the Cause. Guess what? The cures for cancer are finding the cause. Um, there is a cause of cancerous tumors. There is a cause of lymphoma. There's a cause of breast cancer. There's a cause of cancer in children. And those causes are so easy to find if you know and, and uh, what to look for and you've done the research and done, got, gotten yourself educated, I guess is the right way to say it. I'm not saying, oh, I know the cure for cancer, go out and tell the newspapers. No, 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 no. You know the cure for cancer. And it's not a cure. It is knowing the cause. When you understand how the body works, and, and that's in simple terms, not in medical school terms to mystify you and make this exclusive club unattainable, but when you understand how the body works, how the body's connection to the mind and spirit is connected to earth, and how we have this divine ability within us to heal ourselves. We were meant to do that. When you understand those things, 
the causes are simple. When you know that your water that you're drinking is being chlorinated and in, is infected or enhanced with more than 700 chemicals that obviously are going to interact and react with each other but, but do very harmful reactions to your body, when you understand that beginning and you know what water does to your body, you can begin the process. That's one way to start. People say, well, we get enough water. I had a radio show say, well, it's, it's very, um, it's been written in all the newspapers lately that we don't need to drink a lot of water because we're getting all of our water that we need from our food and our beverages. Okay, if you look at water as just being a liquid, I guess you could say you're getting all the liquid in your body that you're supposed to get, but 94% of what you're drinking, if it's not water, dehydrates you. So it pulls the water from your tissues, makes you thirsty, and dehydrates your system. So if you're drinking coffee, if you're drinking Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, iced tea, um, yeah, you're getting water that's mixed with those things, but you're also getting the chemicals that are in all those things. And people say, well, coffee is just coffee beans. You truly believe that coffee beans are not laced with any kind of pesticide, herbicide, or any other chemicals that could be part of that planting and growing process from wherever they're coming from. If you truly believe that, God bless you. Do you truly believe that the tea leaves that you're drinking um, in your iced teas 20 or 30 a day don't come from someplace that were grown in pesticides or herbicides? Do you truly believe that the water that's being mixed with your iced tea at the restaurant is good, non-chlorinated, non-fluoridated water? Do you truly believe that fluoride is good for your teeth? Do you truly believe that chlorine can't hurt you? Do you not believe that chlorine byproducts um, are carcinogenic and that not only do they work with the fluoride to kill you, but you mix those two things and send, and send that message up to your brain. Anything else that you're taking, be, be it a baby aspirin or um, a shot or a beer or a glass of milk, is going to mix with those chemicals and cause even more reactions. If you truly believe that that doesn't happen, I will start a school with just basic chemistry as the only course you have to take. And when you learn again, like you should have in high school, basic chemistry, we will put that on class two. The second class will be biology, anatomy, and how those things work together. And maybe then you'll all understand what drugs are doing to our society, starting with our children right up to our great-grandmothers. You know, my mother um, was not in contact with me for a while, some years ago, and had some problems and went to a doctor, an allopathic doctor, and was put on Synthroid. She knows better. She knows better now. She's 83, but she can't get off Synthroid. Once you're on these drugs, you're on them. You're on them, okay? You're not going to get off. It's very hard to wean yourself. The, uh, the uh, reactions that your body has to detoxing from a drug like Synthroid actually causes so many other symptoms that doctors will have you hospitalized and on drugs anyway. If you um, think about what, what's happening with children being put on antidepressants and asthma medications and, and, and who knows what else, the fillings in their mouths are filled with mercury, the, the um, inoculations that they're getting are, are filled with mercury and other things that cause so much to happen in the body, they will never ever be off drugs. If you can't figure out who benefits from that, I need to talk to you. 
email me. If you are a cynic and you think this is quackery, email me. I actually found a list, or um, somebody let me know it was there, where my book was number two on the quackery list. This is somebody, obviously, who doesn't believe in alternative health because most of the books on there were alternative health books. So now I'm, I'm a quack. If I'm a quack, uh, I have a very large establishment of quack followers who have been my clients, my peers, my colleagues for more than 30 years, actually more than 40, some of them, and they're well, their kids are well, their families are well, they're doing well. If that's quackery, then I want to join the club, okay? Um, on that note, I don't want to make this long. I'm, I'm trying to finish the book, and I'm up till, t you know, anywhere from 2 or 3 in the morning, and then back up in the morning doing other work. Um, but I didn't want to leave you all hanging for too long over the weekend. Uh, do, do some research. You know, start educating yourselves the best way you can. You'll get really upset about all this drug stuff. You really will. But maybe it'll push you forward. Maybe it'll save your child or your mother or your sister's child or your brother's son or whatever from getting abused by our medical and pharmaceutical society. Maybe you can stop that from happening, and that'll make you a hero, even if it's only in God's eyes. Okay? This is Raina G. with the Holistic Health Hotline. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday.